Welcome to another episode of Hair Biz Radio with your host, Zakira and Mikey. <laughs> I'm really excited because we've been consistent with these podcast episodes. Actually, we have been very consistent. <laughs> we are back. We, we always say been. we're back. Yeah, we back. We bike, like Ply says, bike. All right. I don't know if that was funny or not, but so we're back. And hmm, what's going on? Did you say Plies? Yeah. You know, Plies did a... Um, Promo was talking about private label. Did you see that? No. He gave away, Plies gave away $5,000 in hair and wigs at private label Detroit. Oh. Because he's friends with Angela. Did you send me that on Instagram a while ago? I think I did. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. I think I did see that. Shout out to Plies. What up, okay. Plies? You don't know who Baby. I am. He's probably like, is that guy my valet driver? Or what's, who the hell is that? Uh, Plies, I'm not your valet driver, sir. Okay. Hilarious. How's Detroit doing? Detroit's good. We're looking yeah. for a new manager currently. Okay. So if you're listening um, to this and you qualify. Yeah. Go ahead and apply. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Make sure you go through the whole thing. We're actually having some troubles with people. Like we have a process, a hiring process, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it'd probably be interesting because it'll be part of the topic of today. And we're very careful about who we hire at private label. Right. Right. We're not just looking for people. Mm-hmm. We're looking for people that are really serious about the business even if you don't know about hair, just serious about business or right. customer support, whatever your position is, they want to grow within the company. They're looking for a real opportunity. It's not just a check and a job. Right. Right. We've just had trouble with people like filling out, not filling out the application full. You have to do an assessment. People won't do the assessment. Oh, yeah. Like just some of the basic stuff. But really, I'm like, you know what? If they're not going to do this basic stuff to get this job. It weeds them out anyway. It weeds them out. Yeah. So we have a lot less applications that come through for our company. It's because we weed them out in the beginning and don't waste, you know, our staff's time trying right. to go through all the applications. Other than that, Detroit still looks beautiful. Uh, I was up there actually a couple of weeks ago and I ran the store for a few days. Oh, Which okay. was fun. Oh, yeah. People were a little surprised when they came in and are like, wait a second. Aren't Am you I Mikey? in the right space? No, no, no. They're, oh. like, some people knew me, actually. Oh, okay. Believe it or not, no one actually knows me. And um, they're like, oh, my God, are you, aren't you Mikey? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh, I've been following you for like, and, you know, in the Facebook group or something for so long. I can't believe you. What are you doing? Are you, you, what are you doing here? <laughs> like, run in the store. We needed the store needed to be open. Yeah. So that kind of goes back to our last episode talking about, you know, being a CEO of a company. Sometimes, sometimes you just got to get dirty. Actually, mm. that's a good story is... I literally found out that the store wasn't going to open that Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I said, I bet it is going to open that Friday. <laughs> I found it at 9 o'clock a.m. On Friday? On a Friday. Okay. I was in an Uber at by 9.15 to the airport. Oh, wow. I'm talking last minute flight. Mm. Caught like a, I forgot, like a 10.30 flight. Arrived at noon. Opened the store at 12.30. Had it open half the day. Actually... Sold a good amount for that half day. Oh, yeah. Opened up Saturday, too, and then flew back to Atlanta. Oh, wow. That's dedication. You can't just not open us. I mean, we yeah. have clients. Think about private label. We have clients that drive, especially in the Detroit area. They will drive an hour to our store. Yeah. Could you imagine? I like, would, if I was a client, I would be pissed. If, pissed. If I had a, a booked schedule all day for clients and all of them needed hair. Even two of them need a hair. And imagine I would driving pissed. an hour and, yes. and being not open. Yeah. Nope, we're not doing that at private yeah. label. So I will fly, I will drive, I will do whatever I have to do to get these stores open. Take a kite, everything. Um, yeah. I will take a <laughs> kite, okay? Um, and that's that's what I had to do. So, yeah. yeah, that's so Detroit. But Detroit's doing, it's our first year. We actually did 
pretty good numbers the first year. Yeah. We have a good amount of happy clients up there, which is good. We got mm-hmm. like a good solid base. Yeah. But still a lot of people don't know about private label in Detroit. So what we're going to do is we have some ideas for some mixers and for some other kind of ways to kind of help get the word That's out they get. Yeah. in the city. And it's going to take time. Like the, our Atlanta store obviously is very successful, but that's also been something we've been doing for years and years and years. So that has that advantage. We just, Detroit just needs a little bit more time. Oh yeah. Yeah. That kind of segues into our topic for today because you had to go to Detroit because no one was there to open the store. Right. (laughs) So today we're talking about building a team, like why it's so important. What are some things you should look for when finding people to add to your team? Um, how to sustain those team mem- team members. Um, so, I mean, of course, you don't have to go into detail, detail, but what has been some of the issues with getting good people? You know, it's... Or dedicated people, rather. Yeah, it comes down to everybody comes from different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. They have different experiences. Yeah. They have different work ethics. Like what they think they might be, they in their mind think they're this hardcore, crazy person that's working like crazy when yeah. I'm like, do you see everybody else here is like <laughs> actually working? Like you're on your phone. Yeah. You know, like it's just, so it's, it's finding the right fit. I mean, we've definitely had people that have, that we've hired that gone, just killed it through the interview process. So yeah. it's like, it's a three interview interview process, as you know, mm-hmm. you know, you helped interview a lot of people and they'll show up to work and they're like great for a day. And then it's like, they're like, Oh, I got the job now. I can just chill. Yeah. The biggest thing you have to be careful of is getting somebody like that in an organization of people that have goals that are trying to be successful in the Mm -hmm. company that are trying to grow in the company. Because if you're working and you have your goal and because you truly love your job right, and you're next to somebody that's just dilly dallying around, do you know how much that's going to piss off that person and other team members? Mm Mm-hmm. Right. It's like having a cancer cell inside your organization. You have to be really careful of that. Yeah, definitely. So you have to from the beginning, if something in right in the beginning is not working out well, you got to just say, you know, maybe we need to go in a different direction. Definitely. And that's really hard to do. It is. Yeah. You know, really hard, especially that's why I stay out of it 100 <laughs> percent because I am the nicest guy and I don't want to I want to work yeah. with everybody. I don't want to get rid of anybody, but that's not the way to run a business. Right. So, Part of that hiring process and building a team is make sure you have team members that can do stuff like you've got to understand your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Hire someone with those strengths. strengths. Yeah, that's really good. Um, you mentioned before that during the hiring process, there's like an assessment that everyone has to take. So one thing that um, I've learned and that I've been able, I do um, staff consulting on the side. So one thing I've been able to do is go into companies and help them identify the types of people that they need in certain roles. So understanding the type of person that you're hiring will be that much more, help you be that much more successful in the business. Um, For example, if you're hiring someone to do shipping or to do um, like packing orders and all of that, and they are a very high I, which if you guys aren't familiar with DISC, it's a personality assessment. If they're a very high I, which has everything to do with people, they're very sociable, very uh, gregarious, very enthusiastic, but they have no detail, which is the C. Like if they're very low detail oriented, you're going to have a problem off top. So it's, it's very 
very important that you know who you're hiring and the type of person that they are so that you're putting people in the right positions. Basically what she's saying is that person's going to be shipping the wrong wigs oh, to yeah. the wrong You're people. going to have so many different no. problems. Um, customers are going to be calling left and right like, this is wrong. This is the wrong size. And it's not done purposely. It's just that they're in the wrong position. Actually, you <laughs> know what's cool is we did the assessment with, yeah. you know, your team and mm -hmm. you have the, it's four animals, right? Yeah, it's four animals. Okay, so if you can explain to people the four animals yeah and you know if you're listening to this you can uh of course if you're watching on youtube i'd love for you to comment what animal you are oh, that yeah. would be kind of cool oh yeah definitely and or you can always send us a message or something mm -hmm. secure on instagram moran mikey on instagram uh let us know what animal you are so secure if you can go through these four animals and when you're listening to this you might be more of one than another. You could be two, but more of one than another. And you kind of have a hybrid mix of a little bit. Oh, yeah. But if you can kind of go through those core four and what their personality traits are and kind of the ethic of it. Yeah. So there's four animals. The first one is a lion. So the traits of a lion are very dominant, demanding, forceful. That's how they approach problems and make decisions. So they are going to be those people that are results driven. Um, they're going to be those people that are very um, abrupt, blunt sometimes. Uh, they're going to be very high risk takers and they want to be the boss a lot. They want to have something that they can uh, lead. Then you have a high flamingo. You have um, flamingo, which is going to be the eye. And flamingos are very personable. They're sociable. They are going to be those social butterflies that, yes, they want to be on their phone. They want to talk to people. Um, they're going to be great in like showrooms. They're going to always welcome people people with open arms with a smile they're just always going to want to be people oriented and then you have a high uh, s which is a chameleon um, and that measures the pace so a high chameleon is going to be very steady they enjoy routine so um, that's a great position for someone who really just wants to follow the routine that's happening every day um, they want to be on a team they want to be supportive they want to make sure that everyone's voice is heard that's going to be the chameleon and then the C, which is the turtle, um, a high C is going to be that person that is very detail-oriented, very organized. Um, they love to follow rules. Um, they believe that rules are put in place for a reason. Um, so that's going to be your high turtle. Whereas a lower turtle is going to be the person that's a little bit more challenging that um, – I'll use rebellious for lack of better words, but um, they believe that there's different ways to do different things. So you have like all these four types of people. And when you're building your team, you want to make sure that everyone is put in, in the right places that they belong in. Yeah. So you don't want somebody that is not sociable, like a turtle right. in the showroom. Definitely not because it will be like not, It'll be not good. It won't be, it won't be private label <laughs> customer service, I'll tell you that. It will not be good. And it's so interesting. I went to um, D.C. a couple weeks ago, and we were doing a staff training with a, a pretty big company. And so realizing the staff realizing, like, who they were and their animals and then being able to identify, like, why they did some of the things they did or what they needed to tweak and kind of change around in their specific positions and kind of, you know, moving people around. It was very interesting. Very interesting. And I think it's good because sometimes you don't, like, before – we did that assessment. I never thought at such a high level yeah. about people's personalities and those personalities matching with their position. Yeah. So after that, it really kind of opened my eyes to, 
you know, being a little bit more strategic about where we place people yeah. and how we do that. And I think it's actually helped a lot. Like that was a very powerful, um, I think we did that on a Sunday. That was a very oh, powerful yeah, we did. Sunday. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Um, so there are six locations now? Uh, five? five, but about to be seven. Yeah, five. So what are some things that you learned from, okay, so starting off, there was like the core two and then three. So we were in a very small office and then it was 2.0 myself. And then we hired Tiara. So we've been there literally since the beginning of the business. Um, but what have you found to be um, some obstacles getting over when hiring people for multiple um, positions over five locations? Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> <laughs> just you know if you're hiring someone for a store like as yeah. a manager you mm-hmm. have to find somebody that is die hard consistent mm-hmm. like that can show up that knows they have to open the store that yeah. it's a big purpose like that is even more important than saying having an amazing personality to help with a customer in the showroom yeah definitely right so you know because you can always hire that person mm-hmm. right because that person is going to be more kind of bubbly and maybe not as responsible as somebody that is as, you know, like uh, more detail oriented about showing up on time. Oh yeah. Getting to the store early, opening it up, making sure it's set up before that first customer walks in the door. Right. If you have people that are just trying to show up at 10 o'clock and open the store and like are setting up while customers come in, that's not a good experience for the customer. Yeah. Right. So making sure people understand that. And what uh oh you had a you had just thought of something i <laughs> keep going it was big guys i don't know what was it it was too big Keep going you see that dolly oh my god her, her headband wig almost popped off it was so big Holy no god. i had an experience like of what you were just talking about the other day an when i was body experience or no you know no when you were talking about like showing up somewhere uh-huh. like at the time that it's opening and then you know clients so coming in so <laughs> to say it so it made me think about I was picking up um a dress and the person was very late uh getting there like they opened up at a certain time but it was maybe like 20 or 30 minutes later mm-hmm. and so I was on a time schedule so they were very late um opening up the store so it wasn't a good client experience because now like everyone's rushing they're like oh I've been standing here for 20 30 minutes and that and then that just made me realize that I forgot to take it back so <laughs> now I have to do that yeah you gotta go take that dress back <laughs> But yeah, that's, and that's kind of important. I'll tell you, to be honest with you, I remember, cause you know, I'll check the cameras periodically. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I saw the showroom closing down the, 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 the closing down the showroom, like taking the wigs out and everything mm-hmm. while there, even though it was six o'clock, but there were still customers, customers inside. Yeah. I was just like sending screenshots to our manager of like, guys, this is a no, no, yeah. this is not for those people that came late. Okay, cool. You came late. Still, you made it in time to get in the door. Yeah. That is not a good experience for these people. Definitely. We are never doing this again. Definitely. Right? Yeah. And that's one of those things where to the staff that was doing it didn't think it was a big idea, and that's fine, but we had to kind of bring them back to reality where this is a big idea because if you're in a showroom and people are, like, bringing all the stuff and this, that, the other, you're feeling rushed. Right. You don't want that's going to make you not want to shop anymore. And people aren't here buying Skittles for 99 cents. Right. They're buying three, four, five hundred dollar wigs. Yeah. Like this is this is a big deal. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Real important. I was going to say another thing is when you're hiring people, especially like 
on the management level, make sure that you're hiring people who have bought into your vision, like people who um, stand behind the vision and they're going to treat it as if it's their own. Yeah, that's yeah. one thing. Even, you know, being an employee for many years in different companies, mm-hmm. you know, I always went into that company acting like I was the owner. Yeah. I didn't tell people, obviously, I was the owner, but I acted every day at, at whatever my job was, no matter how, you know, nominal it was as far as like some basic job, like in food service back in the day or something. Yeah. I always treated it like I was the boss. And that's important to go into that. So if you do have a job, Nothing wrong with that. Like, right. It's okay to have the job. Definitely. You know, everyone I don't wants think to be every, an entrepreneur these days. But It's like a fat now, and I don't think that everyone was designed to be an entrepreneur. Oh, I think no. that if that was the case, we wouldn't have people working at fast food restaurants. We wouldn't have people to serve us when we're dining in restaurants. We wouldn't have people working at Target and working at department stores and all of this. Like There just wouldn't be people around for the things that we need, like the needs and the wants that we have. And I just think that everyone was not built um, to be an entrepreneur to run a to run a business. It just it's not. <laughs> Say you wanted to open a restaurant, right? Right. Do you think if you never worked as an employee in a restaurant, you could just go open a restaurant? You could, but it would be harder It'd because be you've never had that you have zero experience. Yeah, but if you look at like take that same experience, like you never worked in the hair business. True. But yeah, I was running an e-commerce store. For right. So you had that years experience. Years and years and yeah. years. I had product development experience in right. Asia. Yeah. So that went a long way. Yeah. I had huge marketing experience from marketing stuff online. Yeah. Creating YouTube videos in 2006. Yeah. So the, the point is, is that if you've never opened a restaurant before, if you've never worked in a restaurant before, it may be harder. But for example, right. if you have experience in, just to clarify, like if you've had experience in, working in a department store, it's kind of similar. Help, like, yeah, it yeah. will help, but definitely making sure that you have that experience. Yeah. So yeah. there's, there's definitely, it's, there are definitely some benefits to doing that. Yeah. And, you know, for me, I, over the last couple of years, what I've been really working on is taking myself out of the daily activities. Mm-hmm. So the day to day. Yeah. So that allows me, it's not that I don't love doing a lot of that stuff, but I, I know for this business to grow and for my team to grow, yeah. and have more opportunity. I need to take myself out and really focus on building up the certain team members mm-hmm. and building up whatever they're working on Yeah. and growing that, growing more locations. Mm-hmm. If I'm running day to day stuff, I'm not flying all over the place, opening up these locations. Definitely. Like what got you, at this point in the business is or whatever point in your business that you're at is not going to get you to the next level and you have to have those people on the team that will help you drive that um, I think it, it's so important that when you add people to your team they feel a sense of trust and ownership like they should be able to like how you um, hired Nick and I forget um the other Aaliyah. Aaliyah, Nick and Aaliyah as the marketing people like Mikey was doing so much everything marketing like Mikey was doing it all but being able to hire them and trust them and give them free range to do whatever you know they want with it not whatever they want but you know do a lot within the marketing space and then even you coming to them and saying hey well what should I do with this or you know how is this like that creates the the culture within the company as well and even even so, like I might come to them for ideas. Like I know what we're going to do, mm-hmm. but you never know because you never know everything. So right. it's good to have a fresh perspective. Definitely. It's kind yeah. of funny, actually. I think about Dawi, our producer back there. He's playing 
Twitch, TikTok, or something. I don't know what he's doing over there. No, I'm just kidding. He's managing the, managing the mics. Um, so like when Dawi came in, like you know, I've always loved audio, video, yeah. and all this stuff. Dawi comes in. I mean, talk about next, next level. level. Yeah, see our podcast videos, next level. I had all the equipment. Mm-hmm. He probably came in as like, who is this idiot right. with? All these crazy cameras, lenses, lighting. He's got this dude got everything. He doesn't really know how to use any of it. <laughs> but that's true. Yeah. But I've learned a lot having someone way better than me at this. Yeah. I am way better because of like setting up these I don't know what those things are called. The Are they like panels? Like what are those called? The flags, oh, flags, which help with kind of light flags. the light. Okay. Yeah, like the way they do the lighting yeah. and all this other kind. Like I've been still learning and asking Dawi, okay, how do we do this, this? Yeah. And that just helps with everything because I think photo and video and all that sound is so important. It's mm-hmm. going to be important forever. Yeah. Um, but it's cool for me because I'm a geek at heart with this kind of stuff to have someone that's, you know, this is really what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so bringing those kind of people into your organization that can make you a much better, whether it's for the business or just you just enjoy or the business needs it, which yeah. is really the reason why you bring it in. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I think that, okay, so we talked about kind of starting off, building a team. You're going to lose some people. Or you're going to gain some people. Um, and one thing that I do know is that, here at Private Label, um, hiring people to put in the right positions and being able to, I'll say, scale employees has been really good. Like, I know you kind of talked about it's it can be a headache with multiple um, locations trying to put people in those right places. But then also having a system in place with hiring. Like you mentioned, now the interviewing process is three interviews you have to go through. You have to do an assessment. Um, You have to answer qualifying questions to be able to put those people in the right areas. And I think once you get the hang of um, knowing what questions to ask, what type of referrals to get, what type of assessments to do, um, what to put on the application, then you're kind of weeding out those people that aren't going to make it. Yeah, and then (laughs) even once you get hired, we have a company handbook. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people get hired at a place, and they're like, here's the company handbook. Mm -hmm. You just go home and read it later. Yeah. You literally have to sit there, and it takes over an hour to do, Yeah, and read to the manager the whole entire company handbook. Oh, read to the manager. You have to read the whole handbook. To the manager. Yes. Oh, wow. Like out loud. Yes. Oh, wow. There's never <laughs> going to be a time because yeah. we have very strict policies and procedures yeah. to protect our clients mm-hmm. and everything else. You're not going to go come work here and say, and not know. oh, you didn't tell me or I didn't know that's part of the policy. Yeah. Oh, you read it to me in yeah. the handbook. Yeah. Wow. You know, like it's it's strict. Yeah. But that's that's where, you know, some people don't like it and that's fine. You yeah. do not like it, but it's got us where we are today. Yeah. And, and it helps protect it, not just protecting the company, it helps protect the other staff members from not having somebody that is going to not be there to help grow Push everybody the envelope. together. Yeah, definitely. And then some people, some places they give you the handbook and they will make you write it. So even if you do come and say, Hey, well, I didn't know this was a policy. It's like, Oh, well back in January you signed this and this is what it stated. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, so having that and just that, you know, those are the simple things that we've kind of grown as a company as we've gotten bigger, especially like when you're smaller, you can get away with a lot of this stuff, not yeah. having the organization. But as you start getting bigger, mm-hmm. 
But I can tell you, it's the sooner you start putting it together in your the organization. Better. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Like better. even even if you're a small business, um, and let's just say you're hiring your very first employ- employee, I think it's super important to have all of that stuff in place. That way, when you bring on that new employee, they're already used to the policies policies you put in place, and then they can also help you build the culture for the employees to come. So it's not like you're sporadic and all over the place. And I'm trying to hire this person and this person it's like okay I have a handbook I know what the job description is for this person I know what they're going to be doing and I know how to hire someone and even if you there's a lot of um what are they called like not even overseas but there are a lot of HR companies that will contract HR people out to you for an hourly or monthly basis so even if you don't have the budget you can spend a hundred to two hundred dollars to hire an HR person to make sure everything is put in place for you to hire an employee or a contractor yeah yeah it's, it's a great investment definitely definitely yeah you know and going into that you know I remember we grew so fast that we mm-hmm. didn't have any of this stuff set up and all oh, of a sudden yeah. we had like 20 employees yeah out of nowhere <laughs> and I'm just like whoa what's going it was just like the wild wild west yeah I mean, you know, we work through it, but mm-hmm. definitely if if I ever have to start another business again yeah. with kind of like, you know, down the road, a different mm-hmm. product or whatever, definitely all this stuff will be set up from the beginning. Yeah. It's so much easier to start off on the right foot. But see, I didn't have that kind of experience and knowledge in the beginning. Right. So every time that I do something new and I have all this experience, you know, or if you're listening to this, you can, you know, probably the same thing. You think about how much you've grown. It always gets a little bit, for the most part, in theory, it gets easier. Oh, yeah. I was just about to say it's a beautiful thing. Like when you start something and then it's like, okay, you learn this. If you're going to go and replicate and do something else, it's like, okay, well, I learned this this time. So I know this next time what I should be doing. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes like a lot of the stuff that we've done recently has just worked really well. Yeah. And I think I was uh, I was talking to somebody and I was like, man, I've just been so lucky lately. Everything's been working. They're like, Mikey, you have like 15 years of experience doing entrepreneurship. Oh, yeah. It's not luck. Yeah. It's like <laughs> you you kind of just know what to do now. Yeah. And I started thinking about it. I was like, you're right. Yeah, actually, that's <laughs> probably, finally, like Jesus, <laughs> finally take forever. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, everyone's going to have a different path. So yeah. Okay. I think so. I think just remembering, um, One thing that I I want people to remember is that it's literally about how and who you're hiring. Like make sure that before you hire that person, um, it is the person that is for that job. I've seen a lot of people um, hire people just because they need people. And honestly, I will tell you, do it yourself until you can hire the right person. Yeah, that's definitely Yeah, you have to hire the right person and make sure it's someone that you can trust um, because there's a lot of sensitive information that, you know, goes out in businesses. So you want to make sure that you're hiring um, those people who are trustworthy as well. Yeah, it's 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 going to be make or break for a lot of businesses or you're going to be backtracking or wasting time or money. Yeah. You know, really businesses, a lot of times your success is about how fast you can move. Mm-hmm. So the quicker that you understand all this, that you have it all implemented and you have good systems in place, it allows you to move uh, faster, further, faster. Yeah. So... Just get it done. Start like it's not something sexy or something exciting and they're not making TikTok videos about it. Maybe (laughs) maybe they are. I don't know. But, you know, it's just part of the process for your business. That's going to really make a huge difference whether or not you're going to be successful and grow fast or just kind of, you know, turtle along. Definitely. Yeah. Any um, 
last words or piece of advice for people hiring or looking to build yeah, their team? I can say that it's really rewarding yeah. to have a team and build like a team that you can build and care about and you can trust and, you know, create for me, I thought it was important, you know, to create a system um, which we have, which is our bonus pool. So mm-hmm. like a private label, it's basically oh, yeah. somewhat mm-hmm. like a share of the profits mm-hmm. every single month that yeah. people get bonuses. Uh, so I think, you know, find something that when you were an employee that you didn't really like about being an employee and fix it for the yeah. next generation that's coming up under you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's one of those things where I worked my butt off all the time, but I never had an opportunity to earn a bonus. So I thought that's what would be something cool at private oh, yeah. label. Super so, cool. Yeah, so it's it's helped a lot of people. I mean, a lot of times that bonus is either paid a car payment, some people a mortgage. Yeah. I mean, it's been big sometimes. I'm like, holy cow, yeah. this is amazing. <laughs> you know, so find something that can, and that's also helped with retention and everything else because, and people working hard because they know it is for the purpose, not just for money because money is not really, you're not going to really hire people. People will work for money, yeah. but it's not necessarily the real reason why they work for somebody like they have to really like who they're working with. They want to feel good about where they're showing up. And if it's showing up someplace they're treated bad, you know, they don't have a good experience, but they make money. That's only going to last so long. Oh yeah. So think about that. It's not always about the money that somebody's making. Like, obviously you got to pay your people well, but you know, as well as you can, but think about their experience coming into work and how you can make it better as the employer. Definitely. I love that. I love that. Um, Make sure uh, if you're on YouTube, drop down in the comments. Uh, I love that Mikey said, put your animal in there. So drop down in the comments what your animal is if you were listening to the beginning of this episode because we want to know. And then also if you have any other questions surrounding teams, I think this is a really good topic and really big, um, especially for business owners. Um, So if you guys have any other questions surrounding that, drop them in the comments and we can answer them on the next episode. And actually, you know what? If you leave a review for this podcast and DM me your review on my Instagram, you can, uh, it's at Moran Mikey, M O R A N Mikey. Uh, have it in the show notes, YouTube video. If you, if you DM me your review of this podcast, I'm going to send you something special. Oh. He that? didn't say what it was, but something special. Something I love special. it. So make sure you like, comment, subscribe everywhere um, that we are. And we will be back with another episode soon. Later. Later.